The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Daniel O'Donnell is an Irish singer known for his close relationship with his fan base and his charismatic and engaging stage presence. And he's here with us just now. How are you doing today? I'm good, Toby. Thanks very much. Nice to be with you. It's great to be with you as well. Now, you've been doing music for over 40 years now and you're still doing it, so you must still be loving it, right? Yes, you know, I do enjoy it. Of course, in the last couple of years, nobody has done anything the way they used to but even prior to that I had cut down a wee bit on the amount of touring I did but still doing quite a bit Um, I mean the enjoyment is it's hard to describe the enjoyment I get from it Um, and as the years have passed I suppose more so because you're in the beginning you're you're trying to to achieve and to get your name out there and then you get to the stage where you know I think well God I'm very happy with where I am in this career and then you just just go out and have a great time. I always had a great time, though. Yeah. And where did your love of music come from in the first place, do you think? Well, I suppose, really, it's from the family. My sister is a singer as well, although she she's kind of semi-retired, but still, mm. she had a great career in, her, in the 60s, 70s and 80s, you know, but she still does shows periodically. My mother loved music. My father sang on both sides of my, my family, both mm. my father's side and my mother said, you know, they all all sing. Everybody sings. So I think it was just part of of what was in the family. Now, having said that, I suppose um, in Ireland, music is is very, very, very much part of our life and our culture. Yeah. Everybody at every gathering. You know, people sing just at the drop of a hat. And I think, you know, and, and I know you're from Scotland. Mm. It's, it's similar. Mm. Scot- Scottish people are, are similar in the way that they, they love their, you know, there's a lot of songs that are about Scotland and Ireland is similar. So I think it, it, it comes from just the culture as well. Yeah, definitely. And then how did you actually manage to get a break and become a professional musician? Well, I started travelling with my sister in 1981 it's just actually you said over 40 years 41 years ago just at the end of january yeah and um i i i stayed with her for two years and then i made a record and i started a small group at home and just then one thing led to another and to another you know it was a slow burner for a few years i suppose maybe from 83 to 86 
I wondered would I be able to continue at it at all, you know. But then all of a sudden things started to, to take shape and really... You know, I never look back from there. Yeah. And, you know, once you were successful, it's just a continuing story that seems to have gone forever because you're the only person that's had an album in the UK charts every year for the last 34 years, which is one of those records that is probably going to be quite impossible for somebody to beat, isn't it? Well, I suppose in my lifetime, maybe it won't be beaten. Um, I think the, the there's very few people or artists or singers that record every year. You know, mm. most of them go in and, and, and do an album maybe once every three or four years. So yeah. that makes it almost impossible. I, on the other hand, as well as doing original material, I based my career a lot on older music, you know, songs that covers of, of songs that would have been hits for other people years ago. So mm. there's an endless, um, there's an endless, wealth of material there you know that I can I can draw from so I'm never stuck for 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 material I'm going to now to record in March and like I have two albums ready to record yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> of songs that people are giving me songs and songs that I like and songs that I had you know on a list of maybe I'll do that someday so th- there's never an end so I suppose we'll do this year and next year anyway, and then after that we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And you do all sorts of covers, don't you? You've done Perry Como, Dean Martin, John Denver, and even Ed Sheeran. So you kind of like a variety of artists, don't you? I, oh, I do, I do. You know, I like the songs, really. Uh, mm. I'm not, I mean, I do like the certain singers that I absolutely love. And then some that I just enjoy their voices, whatever, you know, but I wouldn't be, you know, a fan fan. Yeah. But I love the songs. If, if a song, I mean, when I heard Ed Sheeran's Perfect, I mean, I, I, I went to see Ed um, in Belfast a few years ago with, with my daughter and her husband, and he was super. Mm. But I wouldn't sing probably any of his other songs yeah. other than Perfect. And that's not because I don't like them. It's just because I feel I wouldn't be able to, to sing them. You know, there's a lot of the time, even though you like something, it doesn't mean that you're going to sing it. Uh, but Perfect, the minute I heard it, I thought, you know, I think I could have a go at that. And um, it, it's a lov- lovely song and it was lovely to do. Uh, so it's, it does, I suppose, um, give me a broad uh, you know, area to cover of, 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 you know, it could be modern, it can be old, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And then I'm lucky too that people give me original songs. I suppose when you get your name out there and people know you record a lot, um, they, they, they're they inclined to, you know, people know you record a lot, they're inclined to, to um, send you songs. Yeah. Have you ever maybe done a cover of a song and then realised when you were recording it that maybe it didn't end up sounding as good as you thought it um, not really. Mm. The only song that I ever done that, and, and and although when I listen back to it now, it's I mean it's not terrible. There's a song called Highway Forty Blues. It was a Ricky Skaggs song, and it was on uh, way back in the beginning when I first signed with Rich Records, and they had given me songs to record, and I thought that I wasn't in a position to say I don't want to sing that, mm. you know. 
And it's, it's a country song right enough, but it's bluegrass and it's really, really fast. And it's just not the type of song that I would lend myself to. Yeah. But I recorded it anyway. I was exhausted when I had it finished. And I remember thinking, I'm never going to sing that song <laughs> again. But having said that, what I listened back to, it's not too, you know, it's not too bad, mm. but I know at the time I should have said, you know, no, I, I, I would rather not record that. I mean, now if somebody gives me songs and I feel I can't do them justice, I'll just say, no, I'll, I'll not bother that yeah, one. Yeah, maybe that's the best way. Mm. And the thing about your music as well is that it's very much you. It doesn't feel like there's any sort of record companies telling you what to do. Well, I mean, they do suggest things to me, but mm. I, I suppose I, I'm lucky in the fact that I can just then, as I said, say, Yes, I'll do that. And it's, it really is nice to have people giving you songs because there's no way that I could think on all the songs that I might be able to, to record. You know, there's mm. songs that I don't even know that my manager, the last time album we did, uh, I recorded a Demis Russo song called Islands in the Sun or Islands in the Sun. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought about it. Mm-hmm. But the minute I heard it, I just loved it. Um, you know, so it, I, I, I appreciate, you know, people giving me songs, um, you know, that that I wouldn't know about. But. I, 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 at the end of the day, it's up to me, you know, what I, what I record. Yeah. What is it, do you think, the secret to your popularity is? Well, it's very hard to say what mm. what I think. You know, I suppose I've been very lucky in that I ha- got a great fan base, you know, from the early days and it built over the years. And many of the people that, you know, started coming to see me when I started, many of them are still coming, mm. you know. And not alone that, but they're bringing their children and their grandchildren now, um, which is quite daunting, you know, when you yeah. think that you're going to go that long, when you see three or four generations coming to a show, which is super. I mean, it's nice that that's the case that so many age groups can come, you know. I mean, obviously, the music that I do lends itself to a more mature audience. But younger people, you know, a lot of them come as well. So that's it, good. Yeah, definitely. Now, of course, in 2002, you received an honorary MBE for your services to the music industry. That must have felt good, right? It really did. You know, mm. I have to say that took me by surprise because I really did not think, you know, being Irish, that yeah. I would, I could be honoured like that. I didn't know you could get an honorary uh, award I just never had focused on it before mm. and um, then I realised that it was the people, you know, the, the audience that comes to see me, a number of them had written, not collectively but individually yeah. to I don't know, the right to the palace or to the government or to, who, who the right to um, to see could I be honoured in some way on their behalf because the music has meant a lot to them? So it was a really, really nice thing to get. And I was thrilled, yeah. um, you know, to receive it. Prince Charles, we, we I got it with four other people. There was five of us got awards. And because we're not British, um, you get them in the ambassador's residence of your own country. Yeah. 
Uh, so we got ours, and Prince Charles happened to to come. Well, I, I say he came specially, but I think he was there for something else. Um, but uh, it was lovely, really mm. nice. Yes, and of course, we've got to talk about this as well, because you've done so much over the years, but Strictly has got to be up there. What was that experience like? Oh, my God, Strictly was fantastic. It was the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I was petrified every single night and at the same time if somebody said to me do you think i should do it i would say with a heart and a half yeah but i was honestly i I took me by surprise because you know i've been on stage all my life but Mm. this was just it was totally out of my comfort zone and i could not remember it wasn't even so much about the the dancing as was because you know i i couldn't remember what they were telling me to do you know just here and there and keeping your shoulders up and keeping your you know oh listen Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But it was a super experience. And, you know, even just, we still have a WhatsApp group mm-hmm. and you and Thomas just had a, a, a new baby. He and his, his partner had a new baby. Wow. And... Um, they just he put up a picture of the baby a couple of days ago, and we were all on. And Carl, you know, uh, um, we were texting one another. It was a lovely experience, and I made a lot of, you know, met a lot of people that I would never have met. And even yet, you know, we have a nice connection, which is lovely. And Christina too, yeah. the the girl that was my my pro dancer, she was super, you know. And and every 
every so often I'll get a text from her or I'll text her back, you know. Yeah. But how was it facing Craig every week? Is that one of the lowlights? Oh, listen. I told him one night, I says, Craig, I says, I'd get more points for speeding than you're giving me. <laughs> Uh, but he la- he was he was lovely. I mean, he he comes across as very you know hard and all out out the front. But he, backstage, he's he really is very easy, nice guy, yeah. very nice person. Yeah. yeah. But we had good banter. Absolutely, yeah. And in terms of your music, again, which musicians have inspired you over the years? Well, I love Loretta Lynn. She's an American country singer um, who does is not performing. You know, this few years, yeah. she's she'll be actually she's going to be ninety in um, in April, <clears throat> and she had a stroke when she was eighty five, and it just stopped her from touring. But she had toured right up to that, and I had seen her. You know, not very long before, maybe a year or so before she she got sick, and she was super. But I loved her, I, I'm, and I'm not saying that I sang many of her songs, but I just loved her music, mm. and I always loved Cliff. Yeah. Um, you know, Cliff was somebody that I suppose I, I grew up listening to. And Charlie Pride was, uh, you know, my favourite male country singer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose, you know, but you learn from a lot of people. You know, you might see somebody and see them, you know, how they handle an audience or some little thing that they do and they think, boy, that's a clever thing, you know. So you never mm-hmm. you never get to the stage where you think, oh, well, I know it all. Yeah. Have you ever got the chance to work with any of those idols? I did, actually. Mm-hmm. I got, Well, Charlie Pride, I did numerous shows with. Uh, Charlie guested on a lot of our TV shows in the States when we did our, well, you know, we did... Uh, shows for PBS and he he was in and um he came to Branson Missouri he came to the show in Nashville um the first TV show I ever did in 1989 presented in Ireland Charlie and the Judds were the guests on it yeah. I've recorded I recorded a song with Loretta and occasionally when I would have gone to see her she'd always say hey Danny come on up here honey she's real <laughs> southern america and I would sing you know just a song on the show um and I've recorded with Cliff as well mm. when Cliff was doing his duets album yeah. uh he asked me if I would record with him and then when he he came to Dublin. It was after we he recorded that I went on. I went on to the show and sang the duet with him. Yeah. So it's it's a very privileged position, you know, to be able to say you admire these people so much, and then you've got to know them. I mean, I've gone and stayed with Loretta at a ranch. We holiday with Cliff quite a bit. Well, not since COVID, but mm. you know, we would we know Cliff very well. And Charlie, I mean, got Charlie died last year, but Charlie was a great friend he and his wife oh yeah definitely and of course cliff richard is still working and touring and everything do you think that you might still be working in 20 years i don't think i will i mean Mm. i don't who can say what but i don't think so i i would like to um i mean and, and, and cliff is fantastic and i just spoke about loretta and charlie i mean i saw charlie not long before he died he actually guested on it, we did a Zoom call to him on a TV show I did in lockdown uh, from our house at home, yeah. and he sang. He was super, 
so it's not a, an age thing. Mm. But I suppose I, I feel that um, I don't know why I'm saying that, you know, <laughs> when I'm, I'm saying these people are singing, but I just think that I won't go on mm. forever. I would like to always sing, but I don't know that I'll tour yeah. as much. You know, I'm getting I, I feel I'm getting to the stage where I will curtail the touring and maybe do periods where I might go into a theatre and do a weekend and, and that's that's kind of more like what I'll do than touring night after night. Yeah. And of course you have a very close relationship with your fans. Do you think that's important? Well, it certainly worked for me. I mean, I mm. think it's, it's I value the, the opportunity of getting to know the fans down through the years. And when I go out on the stage, I, I know so many of them. It's, it's incredible. I mean, I, I look out and and you rec- I recognise lots of the people that are, are there in front of me. And it's, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, I, 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 I can't imagine not meeting the mm. audience. You know, I mean, uh, and during COVID, we toured uh, just for a couple of months at the end of the year. And uh, I couldn't meet the people. Yeah. And it was very unusual after the show. You know, it was almost like, what do I do now, you know? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that coming back. I oh, hope yeah. that soon we'll be able to meet everybody as normal. Absolutely, yeah. And how's COVID been in other ways? I guess during the lockdowns, you haven't been able to go on a tour and stuff. Have you been doing live streams maybe? I did, like I did yeah, I did a wee bit of that. We, we I did a, f- a, a couple of months when, the you know, the the lockdown was severe and people were very restricted. I did every Sunday night for about eight weeks, which was fun. You know, the people seemed to enjoy it. Then I did a, a live stream with my band because they had no opportunity to earn money. Yeah. And I did a show where people bought a ticket and they, the band and the crew got the money. Mm. I just did it for them to get a bit extra coming up to Christmas, not last Christmas, but the Christmas before so that they had just a bit of extra money at that time of year. Um, I, I'm not crazy about doing the, the, the things on, on the internet. I mean, I suppose younger people do it all the time yeah. and they're very, you know, do very well at it. But I, I like just to be in front of the people, you know. Mm. And of course, you've done a music video recently for your song Down at the Laddie Da, which was pretty cool mm-hmm. and seems to have done <laughs> quite well for itself. It's quite popular. Yes, it, it, you know, it's amazing. I heard that song on the radio. I was driving in the car and I yeah. thought, I really like that. And I thought it was one of the singers from home, a, a younger singer, you know, that was doing it. Yeah. And I, I thought, I, my initial thought was, God, why did I not get that song first, you know, before yeah. anybody else? Because I loved it. And then the announcer said it was Jimmy Buffett. Oh. It was a Jimmy Buffett song. And I thought, well, Jimmy Buffett doesn't care whether I record yeah. his songs or not. Maybe he'll be happy for people to record them. So I went in immediately recorded it. And then I said to my manager, you know, I said, if this song gets attention, it really is catchy. And we approached these guys at home that are, have a, um, a media company or they do videos and all that sort of stuff. And they're all living within a, you know, three or four mile radius of me. Mm. The people doing the artwork and the people that were in the video. And they did a super job. It was the video really that caught the attention and then the song on the, on the back of it, yeah. you know, because it was such a fun video and so unlike what I would do, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. And have you got anything that you're working on at the moment in terms of more songs and albums and 
maybe even some shows coming up yeah well we will have i mean we will tour we're, we're actually gonna we're doing a cruise well hopefully uh in the caribbean i i take part in this irish cruise every so often for a lady called gertrude burns who's been running chartering ships for over 30 years and a lot of the singers from home go on it and we have a great week and that's in february and then um, I will record, you know, in, in March, February, March time. And hopefully I'll get about maybe 24 songs or so recorded that will cover two years albums. And um, then I have a few charity things that I'll do. But I, my, my touring really starts in August when we do Killarney in Ireland. And in September we'll be in Canada and some of the States. And in, in, in October we'll be in the UK. You know, yeah. hopefully, you know, do eight or nine shows that will spread out over the different areas. And then we always go to Branson, Missouri in November. Yeah. So we'll be there in November. And uh, that's kind of this year. So we'll probably do, um, you know, I don't know, maybe up to 50 shows or something between August and November. Yeah, absolutely. And Branston, Missouri is quite fun, isn't it? Because you're the biggest star there and everyone loves you. Well, you know, when I first went there, I was unknown. And Mm. even though I was doing well at home, I was really, it was amazing because some days you'd only have 20 people in the audience, even though there's a lot of people there, they all have their schedules planned and a lot of them come in buses and Mm. Andy Williams and the Osmonds and Tony Orlando and Mel Tillis, lots of the big artists, uh, Ray Stevens, were doing shows and they were just full to the doors. And as time passed, then we started doing the TV shows for public television and more recently on on a channel called RFD. And that has given me a great platform so that now a lot of the people come to Branson because they see us on television. So it's it's quite a turnaround. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, where are we able to keep up to date with you everywhere? Do you have a Facebook page and website and things? There is a Facebook page, yeah. Um, and a website danielodonnell.org and the Facebook pages I mean they're, they're very good the, the, you know the office people they're, they're always putting things up and keeping people informed about concerts and shows and whatever might be happening so yeah. it's a good way to, to follow Great well thanks very much for joining us today and stay safe Well thank you thanks for your time and good luck with all you do 
Soft sound, soft sound. The Toby Gribben Show.